Well, hi there, and welcome back to Conversations with Father Greg. In this episode for Sunday, October 30th, 2022, we anticipate the Feast of All Saints Day. All Saints Day is considered one of the principal feasts in the liturgical calendar, and Christians around the world stop to consider the lives of people who have lived exemplary lives of faith, not only around the world, but throughout history. When we remember faithful role models throughout history, we are celebrating that our Christian faith teaches us that there is more to life than our physical bodies and that we can look forward to a life with God beyond physical death. Let's turn our attention to today's Gospel reading from the Gospel of Luke. Then Jesus looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice on that day, and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for this is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer them the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you, and if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. The Gospel of Christ May I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, hi there, everyone. Do you know that it's been about 20 years since the movie The Matrix was released, and it took theaters by storm, grossing $400 million in profits? For those who haven't seen it, The Matrix is a sci-fi movie starring Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne. It depicts a future in which humanity is unknowingly trapped inside an artificial reality called the Matrix. In the movie, the Matrix is an artificial environment created to keep people complacent while using them for their energy. One of the recurring themes of this movie is whether people will actually accept the artificial reality and allow themselves to be lulled into comfortable complacency. Or, will they choose to wake up and fight that which oppresses them? This premise becomes an obvious metaphor for many things in our world, and there is a connection to our gospel reading for today. Today, we read Luke's account of the Beatitudes. Jesus is preaching, telling his disciples that those who are poor, hungry, the sorrowful, 
and those who are excluded and hated for Christ's sake are actually blessed. Jesus was preaching about a kind of alternative reality that was not clearly visible yet. He then goes on to challenge those of us who are his disciples to be agents of change, who alter our current reality so it becomes more and more like the one that Jesus is calling for. Jesus tells his audience, both then and now, that we don't have to accept the world the way that it is. Jesus told his followers to do to others as we would have them do to us. We often refer to this as the golden rule, but Jesus actually went beyond the golden rule to what you might call the platinum rule. Not only did he go beyond it, but he also completely blew it out of the water. As people of faith, we are called and empowered to create a culture in which extraordinary compassion and love are not the exception, but they are the norm. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. These are all Christ's commands to his followers. Not only do each of these run contrary to both our natural instinct for self-preservation, they are also contradictory to our cultural norms. This means more than simply being the welcome wagon that greets a new neighbor with a fresh pie. It's not simply about being nice people or good law-abiding citizens. Jesus is talking about actively showing love and compassion to the people that hurt us the most deeply. Notice that Jesus does not place conditions on his mandate to love. The text does not read, Love your enemies once they've changed their mind. It doesn't say, Bless those who curse you once they apologize. Jesus simply says, Bless, love, and pray. Just like the movie The Matrix, Jesus is challenging people to examine how we engage with reality. In texts like these, we begin to see the truly revolutionary nature of Jesus' teachings. It's about choosing between a culture of death and a culture that is life-giving. Jesus encourages his followers to give birth to a new kind of reality. But what does this mean for us practically? Well, first of all, I would hope that we all have people in our lives that bring us hope, joy, and love. Cherish those people. Nurture the relationships that you have with them. Steal away as much time as you can with those people. They are a treasure that makes life so much more worthwhile. But today's text also recognizes that there are those people that we don't get along with. Relationships are hard. We inevitably encounter people who are profoundly broken. Some people are so broken that they threaten to cut us with their sharp edges. Today's text reminds us that God loves even the broken people. Even broken people need care and compassion. In fact, our faith teaches us that it is the broken and hurting people who need special care and attention even more. Jesus once reminded people that it's not the healthy people that need a doctor, it's the sick ones who do. 
We are often called to be agents of God's care and compassion in the lives of those people who are broken. I would, however, offer a caution. I truly believe that as people of faith, we are called to love others, especially to love those who are broken. It's a mission that we need to exercise very carefully. Some people are so fundamentally broken that they may present a physical, emotional, or psychological threat to those around them. If you have a person like that in your life, your first priority is to be safe. While we are called to care for others, we need to do so from a place where we are as safe and healthy as we can be. There are times when establishing healthy boundaries for another person can be the first step to helping someone else on their path to healing. There are times when we need to recognize that another person's needs exceed our ability to help them. In these cases, showing genuine compassion for the person may involve helping them to connect with the professional care that they require so that they may heal and grow. Over the last few weeks, our gospel reading has given us several metaphors about God's kingdom being like a plant that gradually grows into maturity. As people of faith, we are called to prepare the soil, to plant the seeds, and to nurture that kingdom as it grows. Today we begin to move away from talking about growing plants, and we begin to talk about growing people, even those people who we find the hardest to be around. If we take the teaching that we heard today seriously, it can be a very difficult thing to practice. At its core, this teaching invites us to consider that God loves even the broken and hurtful people in our lives, and that we are called to love them too. While this can be a very difficult thing to practice, it's very good news for those of us who recognize that we are also broken. Let's pray. God of all holiness, in your realm of glory, those who are poor now will receive the kingdom. Those who are hungry now will be filled, and those who weep now will laugh and leap in joy. Strengthen us by this vision, so that with the saints before us, we may bring near your justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen.